A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. It's probably one of the busiest areas of uh, production agriculture these days. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Farm Service Agency offices near you, and they have been working very diligently on all facets of the coronavirus farm assistance program. They've been trying to gather up all your information as far as what you've got planted for 2020. And now it looks like they're also continuing to keep an eye on what's happening with dairy management options. Joining us now is the USDA's Farm Service Agency Administrator, that's Richard Fordyce, and I appreciate you checking in, Richard, because obviously Wisconsin, a big supporter, a big uh, state when it comes to involvement in the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Kind of give me an update on uh, the tools out there for our dairy producers, how DMC has been uh, taking care of some elements since uh, the COVID-19 chaos. Oh, absolutely, Pam. It's always good. As you say, it's always good to catch up. Um, glad to be on with you. Uh, so just a, just a little bit of an update on dairy margin coverage and, again, a little bit of history. Um, dairy margin coverage is the program that replaced uh, the margin protection program for dairy that was initiated in the 2014 Farm Bill. 2018 Farm Bill gives us the dairy margin coverage program, higher coverage levels, uh, lower premiums, a really good safety net kind of risk management um, option for dairy producers, um, if the if the margin between feed costs and milk prices um, widens, um, then um, then this program will step in. Depending on the coverage level that the producer selects, will step in and, and help offset some of that some of that cost or loss. Um, and so you know we we the coverage years for dairy margin coverage are calendar years, so January to the end of December. Um, and so we want to just make folks aware um, that that for 2021 uh, coverage, uh, the sign up for 2021 coverage will be um, October 12th to November to December 11th. So um, so the month of October, month of November, and a, and a week or so into December. Um, and so you know, I know that the dairy margin coverage program. Has received quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of attention, really, the last couple of months. As you mentioned, the COVID nineteen pandemic and kind of what that did to milk prices and and what it did to the margin, and it did trigger payment in March and a larger payment, depending again, depending on the coverage level, but a larger payment in in April. Um, and so, just to, just to kind of have a touch base with um, with with dairy producers, the dairy margin coverage uh, sign up period for the 2021 um, the 2021 coverage year uh, begins in October. Um, so, you know, folks don't need to do anything right now um, at all. And actually, with everything as you mentioned in the lead in, Pam, all the things that are going on in Farm Service Agency offices, we don't we don't want folks to go in tomorrow because the sign-up doesn't start until October. 
Right, right. And uh, Richard Fordyce along with us, FSA's uh, Chief Administrator out in Washington, D.C. And Dairy Margin Coverage pro- Program, uh, Dairy Margin Coverage Program in Wisconsin, very well received, folks. you got to understand, according to Sandy Chalmers, our Wisconsin State FSA coordinator, um, we had 5,900 producers that signed up in 2019, 3,200 additional in 2020. I would imagine that 2021 may entice them uh, to sign up starting in October. And Richard, right now, it looks like we could see another pretty good-sized payment for the month of May under DMC, correct? Right. You know, we don't – so so we're uh, – to, to be able to gather that data and to post that margin, you know, we're about a month, a month and a half, two months, um, you know, delayed after all the data comes in and, and the folks that run those formulas get that work done. But you're right. You know, I don't know what it will be, um, but it looks – I mean, it looks like it's going to be a, a sizable payment. Um, potentially, um, you know, in that next month. Um, you know, Sandy does a great job there in Wisconsin, um, certainly uh, keeps us certainly on our toes when it comes to, to dairy and dairy programs and, um, you know, always is letting us know what's going on there on the ground in, in, in Wisconsin. She does a great job uh, representing agriculture there in Wisconsin for sure. Richard, let me ask you, uh, when it comes to DMC, sometimes we see a real regionalization on what dairy producers want to engage and which ones kind of walk away. Sometimes it's the parameters of the program. When you look at the involvement of dairy producers across the United States, I'm assuming that Wisconsin's one of the real leaders, but what about other dairy regions, Uh, the Northeast, uh, the far west out in California, even those, I'll say, newer dairy areas, Colorado, Kansas, even down to the southwest, uh, how how do they seem to respond to DMC? So, you know, that that's a great question. Um, you know, obviously the response in Wisconsin is, is, is great. Um, you know, we see kind of Minnesota, Michigan, New York um, as states, and I'm just pulling this out of memory from what I remember seeing in sign-ups. Um, you know, we have interest across the country, um, for sure. Um, you know, a lot, and again, you mentioned region, kind of regionalization. You know, we have some parts of the country that are, that are, that are primarily larger, uh, larger scale dairies. You know, some, uh, some regions of the country where maybe the size of the dairy, the herd count is a little lower. Um, and that, I think that, that, that makes a difference, um, as it relates to dairy margin coverage sign up. Um, you know, there are tiers. There are, there's tier one and tier two, um, coverage. And five million pounds is the maximum in tier one. Um, so a five million pound dairy. So that's, uh, five million pounds of production, you know, c- can take advantage of that tier one coverage, which is probably the best. The larger dairies then can put that initial five million pounds in and then they'll need to move into tier two which the coverage levels are a little different and, and I don't want to get, I don't want to get too far in the weeds cause I might get confused, but, um, uh, but, uh, but it's, you know, it's probably as, it's probably as advantageous a position to be in as to be in that tier one coverage. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's a great question, Pam. Um, we see response all across the country, but certainly, you know, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, uh, Michigan, New York, some of those states really kind of lead, um, kind of lead the pack. Sure, sure. Now, I got to ask you, although you don't have any better crystal ball than the rest of us, as it stands right now, farmers have got a pretty good grasp, as do our FSA offices, on, as you mentioned, the expense or additional cost, tier one, tier two, et cetera. 
from what you understand right now, Richard, going into 2021, do we anticipate any changes on the cost, any changes on the volumes as it stands right now? So, um, as far as the, the as far as the amount of production that could go into the program, is that what you mean, Pam, or that what do you correct. mean exactly? I don't think so. Um, you know, we're uh, when we you know when we stand up those farm bill programs, that's a that's a pretty long process. Um, you know that from that tier one perspective, that's and I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that that is in statute as far as the levels the the levels that can be in tier one and tier two. Um, so that would you know that's that's in the legislation of the eighteen farm bill. Um, so, a lot, so a lot of that, you know, a lot of the provisions with, you know, a number of our farm bill programs, um, you know, is not discretionary. Those are uh, Congress tells us that that is what it is. Um, uh, so, so no, I don't anticipate a change going into the 2021 coverage coverage year of, of changing those those amounts. And uh, basically, the investment, the amount of money, uh, pretty much staying the same as best you know now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I do know that Congress, um, you know, it, when I mean, they heard loud and clear, I think, from the dairy industry that that margin protection program for dairy needed some improvements. And, you know, and I know, uh, obviously, I think the dairy industry worked closely with, you know, with some key members in Congress to be able to to address some of the concerns for margin protection program for dairy, um, you know, and they did. And so, again, it's it's an opportunity for a producer to ensure, um, you know, at higher levels, um, and those higher level uh, guarantees come at a at a reduced premium, um, and so you know those are um, those are statutory, and um, so so those will remain the same. Um, but you know, I think if you you know if you compare dairy margin coverage with mar- with margin protection program from the 14 Farm Bill, big improvement. I would just urge dairy producers that that didn't avail themselves of coverage in 2020 to definitely take a look at it, see if it makes sense for their operation um, for the 2021 coverage period. Absolutely. Richard Fordyce along with us. He is USDA's Farm Service Agency Administrator. And like you said, right now, nothing you need to do, dairy operators. But if you're looking at 2021 and the dairy margin coverage option for your farm, get ready come October. Of course, all the details available for you and to work through some of the math, farmers.gov. You can look for the DMC webpage there. Or, of course, your local Farm Service Agency office when they've got time and aren't dealing with uh, coronavirus farm assistance program or uh, crop production reporting. They'll be happy to help you walk through that DMC calculation as well. I'm Pam Yonke.